Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, I'm sorry, based on our reading of 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 25 to 27. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. But he went in and stood before his master, and Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gazar? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. And he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee, when the men turn again from his chariot to beat thee? Is it a time to receive money, and to receive garments, and olive yards, and vineyards, and sheeps, and, and oxen, and men servants, and maidservants? The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. What a powerful message from the Lord. Below our sins shall find us out. It is a very dangerous thing to covet what does not belong to you. The consequences can be very serious. Do you see what can happen to those of us who want to receive a reward for the spiritual work done by others, other members of the church? In 2 Kings chapter 5, we see how God deals with Gehazar, who took gifts from Naaman for the work done by Elisha. In verses 25 to 27, the word of the Lord said, but he went in and stood before his master. And Elisha said unto him, Whence comest thou, Gehazar? And he said, Thy servant went no whither. And he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee, when the men turn again from his chariot to meet thee? Is it a time to receive money, and to receive garments, and olive yards, and vineyards, and sheep, and oxen, and men servants and maid servants, the leprosy of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as white as snow. Why do some of us feel that we must receive commendation for the work that we have done for the Lord? Why do some of us believe that we should be elevated to a higher position because of the work that we have done for the Lord? Why do some of us believe that we must always testify of the works that we have done for the Lord? Today, the Lord is reminding us that we should never take any credit for the things that we have done for Him. By taking the gifts on behalf of Elisha, Gehazar would have given Naaman the impression that his master, Elisha, had some power to perform miracles. It is clear that Elisha did not want to give that impression, and that's why he refused the gifts. It would appear that Gehazar understood Elisha's reason for not taking the gifts, but he allowed his covetous eyes to take control of his heart. He allowed himself to listen to the voice of Satan and look what happened to him in the end. 
by allowing covetousness to take control of his heart, not only did he take what did not belong to him, Gehazi also lied to Elijah when confronted about where he had gone. The transgressions of one of the laws of God will lead to the transgression of another. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he said the following, Gehazi's sin, it was a complicated sin. One, the love of money, that root of all evil, was at the bottom of it. His master scorned Naaman's treasure, but he coveted them. Verse 20, his heart was packed up in Naaman's chest, and he must run after him to fetch it. Multitudes, by coveting worldly wealth, have erred from the faith and pierced themselves with many sorrow. Number two, he blamed his master for refusing Naaman's present, condemned him as a fool in not taking gold when it might have, when he might have it, envied and grudged his kindness and generosity to this stranger, thought it was for the good of his soul. In short, he thought himself wiser than his master. Number three, when Naaman, like a person of accomplished manners, alighted from his chariot to meet him, verse 21, he told him a deliberate lie, that his master sent him to him, and so he received that courtesy to himself that Naaman intended to his master. Four, he abused his master and basely misrepresented him to Naaman as one that had soon repented of his generosity that was fickle and did not know his own mind that would say and, and unsay swear and unswear that would not be an honorable thing but he must presently undo it again his story of the two sons of the prophets was as silly as it was false. If he would have begged a token for two young scholars, surely less than a talent of silver might have served him. Number five, there was a danger of his alienating Naaman from that holy religion which he had exposed and lessened his good opinion of it. He would be ready to say, as Paul's enemy suggested concerning him, that though Elisha himself did not burden him, yet being crafty, he caught him with, a, with guile, sending those that made a gain of him. We hope that he understood after that Elijah's hand was not in it, and that Gehazi was forced to restore what he had unjustly got, else it might have driven him to his idols. End of quote. I pray that we will ask God to help us to stop coveting what does not belong to us. I pray that we will ask God to forgive us of the covetous acts that we have performed. I pray that we will ask God to help us to refrain from coveting what doesn't belong to us. Only God can help us to repent and refrain from disobeying His commands. Let us pray. Our Father, what a message. 
Thank you, Lord, for reminding us of the danger of covetousness. Help us, Lord, to stand against the attacks of the devil, not to yield to the temptations of the devil, but to stand like a brave with our face to the foe, so that, Lord, we will not fall in the same situation as Gehazer. Thank you for your blessing and your mercy upon us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.